You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. Yo, guys, welcome to Fanatics, a special episode because the podcast room at the Laugh Factory is being painted. We are at live, at recorded live, at Bill Dawes Love Nest. The mm. Love Nest of Billy Dawes in the backyard. Bounce, bounce, bounce. It's yeah. very sexy. Is it the is it the dead reindeer rug? That's the dead reindeer rug. You have multiple. I feel like I'm like eating outside at a hot West Hollywood spot. You got a lot of heaters back here. All right, heaters back here. Yeah. You no, know, you got a hot white bitch, Tommy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you have a projector. There's a projector out here. I have not here. shown anything on this yet. You, really? Why do you have it? Huh? Why do you have for it? the ladies? For the ladies. I go. Oh, I show movies here in the summer. Is you want to step inside? Uh, Finger-banging patio furniture? No, but I have what well, I have come outside, and there have been people from MS-13 sleeping on my fucking couch. I swear <laughs> to God, like spiderweb, you know teardrop, because all the tattoos that show, like, hey, the here's the intersection where I committed my last murder tattooed on my shoulder. <laughs> and how do you get them to move along? Huh? How do you get them to move along? Yeah, that's scary. What do you? It was do? pretty scary. I can just like, leave them. Interject. It's been twice, um, and then Eric Myers, of course. Probably the um, ones that stole your car. What's that? Probably the ones that stole your car. Bro, I know. Two things. One, where is Eric Myers? Eric is Myers, man. Comedy. I don't know. He, I think Eric he's Myers. he's he's doing the. He got he got married, I guess. And he got fucking married. <clears throat> Hopefully, a nice Mormon lady who's keeping him. Straight. Let me just say this about rehab and addiction. I'm all fan of kicking addiction. Sure. Right. But don't post, I'm 14 days sober today. <laughs> fuck you. Unless yeah. you're a year or five years, shut the fuck up about your goddamn addiction problem. Right. I'm 38 days. Shut up, asshole. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not, ugh. I can't tell you how many posts Eric Myers has on his Facebook saying the number exactly. of days and like, minutes he's been sober. I, say I don't smoke weed anymore, but in reality, I haven't smoked in 27 hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, which I'm actually quite proud of. That's a lie. I quit smoking weed today. Yeah, but and I did ask you, do you have any bud we could play? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. We are here with Bill Dawes. We're here with shithead producer Tavi. And my best friend, Andy fucking. I thought it was your second best friend. My second. Well, we don't want Jason to get mad. <laughs> Shout out to Jason and Rahul. Shout out Jason Moore. And Rahul. Rahul also. Yo. Yeah. He is my, you know how long I know this motherfucker? How, how long? Like the first time that I saw video porn on the internet was with this motherfucker right here. You creep. Before, it was all still pornography, which is still pictures, even on the internet. Or the pixelated one where you had to like fine-tune the tuner. Then you get the porn was in between the, the channels. Or no, the you get on the TV. On, yeah, yeah. Scrambled porn. Yeah, scrambled yeah, porn. I think that was my... You mostly hear it. That was my first. I think that was my first bit I ever did was about scrambled porn, like trying to. It's about like trying to jerk off to scrambled porn. I definitely. And my parents were upset. And just got like a clear enough titty in the sound, like you could definitely do it. You know what I mean for sure. Yeah. For sure. But this motherfucker. So we see the video. This is how naive I was. First of all, I masturbated very late. I didn't masturbate until high school. Okay. Was it an Indian thing? Maybe we'll get to that. (laughs) Repression. I'll tell. I'll tell you the story. But so this motherfucker, this is how naive was. So the first time we see video porn, right? Uh, and this motherfucker's like, "Oh, I gotta go to the bathroom." So he goes to the bathroom. I did. I had to go. And Sometimes you're watching porn. You have to pee. Back nine minutes fucking later. <laughs> well, then I definitely I wasn't I masturbating. Did, yes, that's a long sesh for masturbating at that at age. Like Fifteen years old. Ten yeah. seconds well, exactly, max. I don't remember the length of time, but I didn't put it together till later. This motherfucker beat off in my goddamn childhood restroom. <laughs> Kudos to you, man. I don't know how fucking 
deal with that. There's no truth to this story. <laughs> oh, there's a hundred percent truth to this fucking story. I, th- I I often think about my poor mom. What do you mean? I would, and I think this is why I have a self uh, a health selfie. What did you? I think this is why I have a healthy drive and libido now it's not crazy but you know it's it's healthy because i was never guilted or shamed about sex right i would just jerk off into my sheets in my comforter my blanket like yeah. every day right no cleanup no i no worry about my mom would take these crusted folded up blankets and wash them never said a word <laughs> he's had a lot of colds lately Yo, my mom. My mom. <laughs> my mom was once like, "Yo, what's what is this on your sheet?" I, I got the talk from my dad because I used to do it into socks. Yeah, he pulled yeah, me aside yeah. one day. Your mom has to wash a lot of socks, and I'm like, "What is he talking about?" And then I put it together. I was like mortified. Oh my! God. <laughs> Wait, how, it didn't click right away when no, you said your mom has. I was like, had put, no, no pun intended. Put yeah. it under the rug for so long. I've yeah, never yeah, understood yeah. the sock masturbation. I, I did it a couple times. You you have the sock around your dick and you jerk yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. No, at the very end. You did it at the very end. Yeah. I was just because otherwise it's a bit rough. I was just a free baser, dude. I just let it fly. Dude. Yeah, let, let it fly. Into the night. Into, into the, the night, wherever. Night. And it just evaporated. It evaporated. You never have to fucking think about it. Again. You know what? Now that we're talking about masturbation, yeah. <laughs> we need everyone's consent to talk about this. By the way. Tommy, do we have your consent? You okay, cool. Can I masturbate right now, guys? Can I masturbate for any time? Go for it. So, um, <laughs> oh, it's so killer. Anyway, the back to the back to masturbation. Now that we're talking about it, and like let it fly. When I was younger, let's say Tommy's age, <laughs> I would like. Tell me how old you could go. Like you could pass for seventeen. You could be one of those old dudes who gets cast in the high school movie. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. junior and senior. Oh, well, everyone in high school movies at least 24 probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just sp- splooge on myself. Well, you be on yourself? Well, it'd just go in the air and then gravity would oh. kick in and it would land on me. Oh, like on your stomach? Wherever it was, That's man. a very powerful one that gravity yeah, kicks seriously. in. You got some like projectile launch. Back in the day. Fucking like SpaceX <laughs> over here. Um, and I would just rub it in. I would like like moisturizer. <laughs> oh, I would just I rub it. It's crusty, bro. <laughs> Not if you... So I just rub... So... Years later, when I was a man and I was an adult yeah. coming on women's bodies, and they were like, get a towel. I was always like, just rub it in. Yeah. Rub it in. Moist- it's good moisturizer. Yeah. There's vitamin E. There's Jehovah. Jehovah. That's fucking gross. <laughs> I actually came in my own eye once. I was at, uh, I don't think it was in college. You didn't live in that house. It was Jason Moore and Trevor Smith. And they were gone for one weekend. And, you know, this is when On Demand first started. Uh-huh. And uh, so they had on-demand softcore pornography. So I was having a living room beat-off session, which is very luxurious, you know, especially yeah. in college. Yeah. So I beat off, right? Everything was done. And then I'm flipping my penis back into my pants. but like, And it just fucking catapulted a fucking loogie of right spooge. my fucking eye. This, you know I mean? Let that be a lesson to you, okay? It stung, bro. It burned. Yeah. It burned really fucking bad. Yeah. Yeah. Is this going out? Will people listen to it? <laughs> so back to the Ravens loss. Is this a sports podcast? Well, okay, this is relevant. Tyson Fury is getting ready for his uh, fight with Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. And he says he beats off seven times a day to keep what? his testosterone levels up. I thought it was like to maintain Whoa. weight. No. Yeah, <laughs> Speaking of segues. Yeah, so he beats off seven times a day to keep his testosterone up. I guess. Maybe that's why I'm bald. Why are boxers weird with that I stuff? think that's just a really weird 
way to brag about your sexual prowess to the media yeah. and making it beat seem like a scientific. Like, I, I definitely beat off seven times a day when I was like 16, 15. And by the last one, dude, it's hard fucking work. But these guys, are they're superhuman, man. That's what makes them a fucking athlete. Yeah. But, you know, that wasn't even the most embarrassing beat off story or situation I had. I got caught the first. I don't think I ever told you this. I got caught the first time I ever masturbated. The first time you the ever first masturbated? Time? The first time I ever masturbated, I got caught. Uh, you remember that uh, cripple kid, Tyler? Tyler Hall. Dick. Yes. He was a fucking dick. I remember I had a friend, and uh, I forget who it was. It may have been that black kid, Muhammad, and we were like, yo, Tyler, what was that website for the class? And he was like, oh, it's www.gotbombs.com, because the kid's name was Muhammad. I was like, yo, no, Tyler, I think it's www.gotlegs.com. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he was an absolute fucking dickhead, this guy. Remember this guy? Yeah. Like, he would take out his sticks from his wheelchair and just start, like, fucking beating people, like, with it, you know? <laughs> so, freshman year science class, he brings in, like, this was what kick-started my fucking puberty. Because I thought, I remember hearing 9% uh, of dudes masturbate. I was like, no way, that's so gross. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My dad does not masturbate. You know yeah. what I mean? And so he brought in the Britney Spears Rolling Stone issue the first time she was on rolling stone with a little fat ass mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah and i was so turned on by this i was so charged your little semi outy belly button yeah yeah so i got home the first thing that we did and this is back in the day the aol like login <laughs> edm concert exactly right so i log in i go to the rolling stone website that shit line by line and i didn't even know how to masturbate like I just squeezed it really hard, mm -hmm. like over and over again, and like. Is there a different way? I didn't beat off. I just squeezed <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like a stretch me, arm me, me. Like a str like a like stress a toy at too. the office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like one of those. Yeah, one of those stress reliever things. Look how big so, my head's getting. Yeah, exactly. So like I didn't even know. Like I'm uncircumcised. I didn't even know that my dick skin came down under my head. Like I had no idea. I didn't even know what the fuck that was. Right. So I just squeezed over and over again, and I didn't come. As much as I leaked, mm. like I just leaked, like it didn't come, it just leaked, it just like dribbled out, okay. But did you have an orgasm? Yeah, that, this was my orgasm. Okay. Okay. So this was when we had the family computer in the living room. It's when you had a central terminal mm -hmm. for a family computer. Everyone didn't have laptops and iPhones and all that shit. So as soon as I come, all right, I hear the garage door open. Mm. You know, garage door opens, right? Yeah. So I freak the fuck out. I zip everything up i run upstairs into my room i throw the cover over my head mm. I'm acting like i'm sleeping right mm -hmm. and i hear pitter patter of little feet coming up the stairs my sister my door was slightly ajar opens the door and she just goes so britney spears huh and, ah. oh. <laughs> and that was fucking it that was it and these did you were you guilted did you stop masturbating for a while Yo, it probably fucked me up now that I think about it. Yeah. Is that why I always have to cover my nipples when I fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> I definitely don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh, you guys don't do that? You're never nude? <laughs> you guys don't do that shit? I feel like a lot of people have sexual hang-ups. That's why it's my mission to travel the world and help people overcome their sexual oh, hang-ups. Like non-profit? Yeah, it's my non-profit. It should be your non-profit, your NGO. <laughs> yeah. I would love to do that. Back to Tyson Fury. So, yeah, his... so basically I should have been a boxer. 
I'm not t- every this is what happens with uh, when you go on the road with Sean. By the way, Tommy, if you ever go on the road with Sean, he'll get drunk and he'll start talking about how he wants to be a Golden Glove. How he could have been a Golden Gloves boxer, and how his coach told him <laughs> he had so much potential. He's just sitting at the bar down each other. Like you know, I was a really good boxer. My coach told me. Coach told me. Coach wanted me to fight Golden. I was like, Gloves, yeah, man. you said that three years ago in our Make first Reno trip. Regret of my fucking <laughs> life, bro. Why'd you bring it up, man? I should be a champion boxer. You could have you could have so been an unsuccessful good. boxer instead of an unsuccessful so comic? Okay. Do you remember? Let's bring up let's bring up Reno. Who are we in? Who are we with? You think I'm talking shit, but I'm not talking shit. <laughs> who are we with in Reno last time? Matt Rife. Rife, yeah. Is it what does Rife do? He boxes, yeah. Every fucking week. And yeah. Rife is like fucking cut as shit. Yeah. Formerly fucking Kate Beckinsale. Matt Rife. Yes. Okay. Cut and boxing doesn't mean he's a professional boxer. Okay, but he's oh, you beat him at the fucking game where you hit the bag at the arcade. I fucking beat him at the fucking game, bro. Right walks in. He thinks he's hot shit. He thinks he's hot shit. He's like, oh, Josie, watch this. I fucking topped him on that fucking shit, bro. That's goddamn right. Ten years now, fucking when Matt Reif is a huge superstar, Sean's going to be drunk at a bar in Reno go like, you know, I beat him at the boxing game where you punch the bag. On the machine. Speaking of which, let's read the two most recent reviews of uh, where's my phone? Of this very podcast. Oh, two recent reviews. Are they good reviews? Oh, dude, they're so good reviews. Did your mom and your sister both write them? <laughs> yeah, they happen to be in town, so wanted <laughs> to give them a little boost. boost. Oh yes, let's read these. Yeah, let's let's reviews. let's look what the the email address is yeah. for these reviews. <laughs> the Joshi family email. <laughs> Reviews, recent reviews. Let's read them. Oh, here we go. Here we go, boys. Here we go. Uh, here we go, boys. Here we go. The reviews for the Fanatics sports podcast. And comedy gold. Reba Daniels. Great listen for sports and comedy lovers alike. Gets me through my commute. Sean is dope. Thank you, Reba Daniels. Next time. By the way, Reba Daniels is not a real name. No Neck Dave. I've worked with almost all working comedians in the country. Well, that's a bit of a stretch. No Neck Dave. Who is No Neck Dave? Adam Sandler, Joe Rogan, Bill Burr, to name a few. Sean has as much talent as any other comedian. So I was excited when the Laugh Factory had him in this podcast. He will be a household Your dad 100%. Your dad 100% wrote that. If you love comedy sports, this podcast right up. That is now. that is a fucking total bullshit hit job. Complete right horseshit. Work ethic. Huh? You've supposedly working with worked with this guy. <laughs> you don't even know who he is. Uh, no, I, I never said I worked with him. Let's he said he worked with you. To our shithead producer Tommy. Me and Tommy had a back and forth yesterday uh-huh. because we hate each other. Fucking mm-hmm. Tommy. Because Tommy, you know what pisses me off about Tommy sometimes? Mm-hmm. Tommy does not answer his fucking texts. That's because he's working hard. You know what I mean? He doesn't answer his fucking. Yeah, man. give him the mic. Give him the mic. Oh, Come boy. on, Tommy. Here we go. Here we go. So here's what. Here's what I do. I, I I've been texting this motherfucker for a month, trying to get shit for a fucking. Do you call him? Month. I called. I was out of town for two when, weeks of when, the month. When Tommy doesn't respond to text, I call like a grown up, Sean. Oh, I, he doesn't pick up my calls. I do pick up calls. I say podcast today. Hello. He never answered after the previous. How are we looking today? <laughs> and then he says podcast studio is being renovated. Say, True. Tommy, why don't you answer? Do I just start going through official channels? This is so annoying. Ugh. Tommy says. What's that mean, official channels? Yeah, you I, go I telling them? I was, I was saying, I told you I'm <laughs> smoking weed for 27 hours, okay? Painting the walls. So I go, Tom, 
so what does that mean? Tommy says, no recording. It was supposed to be done this morning. Okay, now I'm officially no longer angry. We're talking, right? I go, can we do it at Bill's? This is how Tommy responds. Yeah, we can do that. Quote, unquote, official channels. You reached out a day at, at 1 p.m. I'm more than happy to put name won't be announced in charge of scheduling if you prefer. This is how we've done it. But many in the <laughs> office... not the tone I was talking Yeah, look at that fucking bullshit tone. This is how we've always done it. But many in the office do not appreciate your consistent tardiness and lack of pre-scheduling and I have fought on your behalf. Like, what are you, a fucking principal, vice principal? You're welcome. And then for the <sighs> you are with the asterisks. I didn't get that. I used the wrong your and I was being you used satirical. The wrong, you piece of shit. I know, I know. And then I wrote, should I write what I wrote back to you? I don't remember what you wrote. Okay. Tommy, don't do this shit. I've asked, just ask you to text me back so I'm not like a 16 year old trying to lose his virginity. <laughs> trust, there are people who don't appreciate some of your inconsistency, and I have your back on that. So don't threaten me with this official tone bullshit. Ugh. And then Tommy says, you threaten me with official tone, yes. <laughs> I'm on your side in capital. Well, this is like, you threaten me with okay, official wait. tone. This Andy, is my tone. Andy, Andy, I'm on Tommy's side for this I, whole debate. I'm on, I'm on Tommy's side. I was meeting with a guy about podcasts when you texted me talking about how your podcast also, I drank way too much caffeine and I'm way too hype right now. And that, this that is, is true. Being nice to each other again. You know what I mean? Y'all know those yerba mates? I thought that was like like one cup of coffee. And I drank two of them in the space of an hour. And I looked on the can and it said 170 milligrams. So I'm going off like well, three. It doesn't sound like you have to explain yourself. It sounds like these guys are on your fucking They're side. They're on my side. You're on his side. But also. even when, if I'm in the right, I'm usually pretty... Level temper. I just want you to text me back, Tom. I know. That's all the fuck I want. Well, that's what it's it, like when I text you, just text me back. Yeah. I think it got to me because that is an issue that I have. Yes. So, I, you know. Yeah. You my trigger, mom, you trigger them. You only trigger people my when, mom they, says the same thing. when they have issues with yeah, the thing. I'm not your fucking mom, Tommy. I know. <laughs> Ooh. Danny said you're acting like he was off no, mic. You missed it. I, I, um, I need to be more prompt. I don't like that. Like your side, Tommy. Thanks, guys. Fuck that hot chick that we're not going to talk about. It's making me very angry right now. Tommy actually had sex with a hot chick, and I'm very sorry about it. By the way, Tommy only <laughs> has sex with hot chicks. <laughs> that, that is true. There, there, but I don't have sex that much. There's other, there's other women, I'm not going to name All names, right. that have contacted me about talking to Tommy. Shut the fuck And they're hot. Really? Yes. I don't fucking understand it. Yeah. Explain it to me, Tommy. Oh. Explain it to me, Explain Sean. It to me. You okay? I'll, I'll, Sean, you just do not have a grasp on reality. That's what it is. No, once you turn to a shit on Sean, <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm no. I'll tell you what it is. There, there are certain. He represents a type of guy. White boys. Oh, it has to be about race. All of a sudden, yeah, you're blowing the race card. Always a race card. Always a race card. Uh, he, she, he represents a type of woke. Gentler. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's tall. How tall are you, Tommy? Tall, Tommy. Six one. Six one. He's got. Look at. He's got. He's got big green eyes. He's got big green eyes. He's tall. He's skinny. Wow. He does have. He does. He doesn't have a. He doesn't have man boobs like you. You piece of shit. I'm very kind. <laughs> Women like how kind I am. That's what they're yeah, into. He's kind. Like Tupac says, skinny niggas with a dick well. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he was such a poet. He was a poet. A poet of yeah. dreams. 
Ugh. A rose who grew from the concrete. Yeah, I, I hate everyone Tupac. trying to eulogize Tupac like he was MLK, though. Fuck Shut that. Fuck up. What do you have wrong to say about Tupac? Yeah. Huh? What I have wrong to say about Tupac? Tupac? He was a rapist. He was a rapist. No. no Tupac Shakur was, was a rapist. No, fuck you. Wasn't. Look it up. Wrong. Do you know what he went to jail for? You don't even know. You're I do know. I do know. He went to jail for forcible touching of the buttocks. No. There's more to it. Yes. He went to jail for that. There's he more to it. There were also black. several rape accusations. He went to jail because he's a black man. Okay, fine. That's why. Yes. No, Mia. Mia Mars has a comment. Mia, you have to come to the mic, though. Bill's neighbor, come, Mia. <laughs> Mia, did your friend steal Bill's car? No. What friend? <laughs> but did somebody at your house steal Bill's car? No. I think it was well, the construction guys next door. Money. Yeah. Right. I think it was the construction guys okay, next before door. Before you say what you have to say, let me say this. <laughs> Bill. It's the 1950s, and we're in Pleasantville. Ah, uh, yes. Leaves his car next to his fucking house with the unlocked, with the keys in it, and then he's surprised when it gets stolen. Thanks for giving an advertisement to all the creeps listening to this podcast. Yeah, okay. Lock your fucking car, bro. <laughs> Good. Fine. Oh, now the microphone smells. I just burped into it. I know. I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> now we were mentioning tall, skinny, lanky men. I overheard this shit, and I'm lonely. Mia, would you? Mia, you? Mia. Totally wants to fuck Tommy. You would fuck Tommy? Mia has... Would, con- okay. She's confidentially told me that she wants to fuck Tommy. Yeah. Andy's married, though. What? Yeah, I'm good. two particular individuals here. Which one is more palatable? I've always had a thing for Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. The Shaggy from Scooby... Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Okay. I'm very popular with yeah. the ladies. Some of us like the mo- <laughs> demorphic. I'm too busy. Yeah. Bending off yeah. the now you vaginas know. from left and right. Uh, Mia is offering weed to people. And cigarettes. And cigarettes. Oh, are those those weird cigarettes where you crush them and they become menthols or something. You mean the best cigarettes? Oh, bro. <laughs> so, by the way, this all leads to Big Trust. Um, <laughs> what happened with Big Trust? Who's Big Trust? <laughs> big Trust. It's like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Oh, Big Trust. <laughs> Speaking of football, <laughs> let's go through the games real quick. Well, what happened last week? Huh? Who played last week? Did we talk about it yet? Oh, yeah. I was wrong about my predictions. <laughs> let's talk about it. I said the AFC would be completely the home field teams would win. The Ravens would win, no problem. Kansas City would win, no problem. And I said in the mm-hmm. NFC – is where you would see some variance, meaning I thought Seattle would take Green Bay. And what was the other fucking game? San Francisco and... Uh, Titans? No, the Titans are in the AFC. Uh, San Francisco and... Minnesota. Uh, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. I thought there was actually a chance for fucking uh, variance in that. Alas, I was wrong. Who would have thought the motherfucking... Oh, my Titans God. ...would fucking win the ch- Steamrolled. The Titans, to me, are the lamest franchise in sports. They look like a creative franchise on Madden. Like, just the, like... The default yeah. setting, you know, when you're they made them up. Like, yeah. Why the fuck would you name a team the Titans? Like that was my high school football team, T.C. Williams Titans. Remember the Titans was a classic movie. Wait, did you actually go to that school? Yeah, T.C. Williams like Titans. Alabama or Georgia? It was in Virginia. They shot it in Georgia to make it look more rednecky than it was, oh, like, but right. it was actually oh. pretty racist though. But it was actually more of a much Are more you from urban that school. Part of Virginia called, called Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> Yeah. So you were actually on the fucking... I played on the... And, and the fact that... You're such an effeminate man, you actually have some vague connections to sports. Whoa. <laughs> shots fired. He's mad about that. I love it when people call me effeminate because my next step is to choke them the fuck out. 
But he's a, he's a boxer though. Watch out. Ass. I, do- I dodge I one punch is over. I punch that right. <laughs> I dodge one punch, get the clinch. Okay. But did you? And then I come. You, did you? Were you or were you not a Pilates instructor for, in New York City for two years? Oh my God! I was a yoga instructor. Okay. Completely different. Case in point. So don't get all fucking mad at me. <laughs> is it my rollerblades that? And you have and... Roller, multiple pairs of rollerblades standing on yeah. the fucking wall. Okay, so you were in the Titans. Did you guys like remember that? Because this was before the movie, right? Oh well, yeah, it was this. The movie took place in 1971, so I, I'm not that old, Sean. You no, fuck. No, but it was shot when. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just real quick about Remember the Titans, if you guys know the true story, there was an all-black school called uh, I don't know Hammond or whatever, and an all-white school called GW. Right. They built the school like one summer, one year, and they're like, okay, we're going to integrate the two, the black school and the white school together into the school. So there was two different high schools, and there was one kids, all white, one all black. One high school. Which they made the building, and then they fed all the kids into the one building. Yeah. So the amount of like race riots and fights, amazing. It's just nonstop. Do you have any Indian kids in your class? What side did, what, what did they go on? Because I'm very worried about this. If I ever uh-huh. who's going to have my racial backing? Like I can't just become a white supremacist just for protection. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Black Panthers aren't going to take me. MS13. Like I'll be fucked, dude. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't know how the Indians. Because, you know, I performed a show in prison, when? a prison show this summer yeah. up in Washington. And they would have the, the, the Aryans and the white supremacists, then the Crips and the Bloods, <laughs> then the like the Latin. They literally have all then the Latin game. They're all separate, but they're in the yard That's together like the army. and uh, didn't see any Indians. So I don't know how the Indians shake out. I think we just stay out of jail is our plan. I think they're mostly. OK, here's here's a fun fact you guys will get a kick out of maybe. I did two shows, an early show and an afternoon show at the prison, right? Yeah. The early show was a show for the sex offenders. Shut up. Like pedophiles. Shut up. Well, because the reason is because if you put them in with the, the drug dealers, they would kill them. They'll beat the shit out of them. They'll beat the shit out of them. So they have to separate them. They're in two di- yeah, exactly. They're two different wings of the prison. So we have the Jewish. The pedophiles and the sex offenders, 90% white. <laughs> the murderers, the drug dealers, ninety percent ethnic. Yeah, well, that's a much better crime. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. I'd much rather be in jail as a drug dealer. It was so weird. The sex offenders are always so nice too. Like, hey, I really enjoyed your show. Yeah. They were like nerds with glasses and like. They're probably trying to fuck you. Bro. No, bro. They like children. Yeah. So you were a yoga instructor in the <clears> past <throat> really long time. I never got an ass that popped. <laughs> My my hair was never that long, but I did try to do the ponytail. I'm not gonna lie. Shut the fuck. I did try to do the ponytail. Is there, of this? <laughs> there might be. It was always bad. It was like you could just pull it just enough to get the little like oh rubber band God. right there. See, I yeah. had I had I had big hair in high school. Remember that? But I called yeah. it, I called it the Kobe fro. It was my little Jew fro. Oh, was it? You had like a fro? I, it Total full up, on fro. But it wasn't. Like I have to find a picture. So it wasn't like Messiah fro. It yeah, wasn't like it was the long Messiah like Jewish, like a Jonah Hill esque. Oh very, wow, bro. that was, was very puby. Yeah, it was very puby. Oh, good thing you went bald. I know, right? Find a picture if you can find. <laughs> I'll see. It. I thought you had like the long fucking like. No, it didn't grow down like that, bro. I oh, that's weird. Kinky. I think is that what black people say, kinky? Mm-hmm. Like Malcolm in the movie Malcolm X when he's doing that with his hair and the cops come in and it's like burning the shit out of his hair. Oh yeah, he has to wash it off in the fucking toilet. The flat iron. You'd have to do the flat iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're in New York. You did two Broadway plays. That Three, were... but who's counting? No, but two that were sports related. Yes. What was the third one that wasn't sports related? It was called Sex and Longing. It was about so sex like, addicts. So yeah. Boring. 
with the other two. Some great Bronx bases. Bombers Bronx and Lombardi. My favorite era of baseball. Yes. My, the 27 Yankees. I love that team. <clears throat> I mean, the 1927 Yankees? Yeah. No, this is about the resurgence of the Bronx Bombers. Oh, that's and this. Oh, well, it was, you know. It was more the 50s Yankees, right? So it, it, it's this, it involved a bunch. It was like Field of Dreams. It was basically a Broadway play, yeah. sort of like Field of Dreams, where people. Great Mickey Mantle Herpes joke, which was killer. Great joke. What was the joke? The joke, he said, um, he goes, hey, guys, you know, I led the league in SCDs four years running. <laughs> and, they, and my wife came in second. <laughs> But actually, the That's way he's amazing. How could you cut he that? said the line he actually said in real life was, "I led the league in the clap four years in a row." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, Mickey was like, hey, my wife came in second. And that was what a line that he would actually say. That's and then Major League Baseball was a producer on the show, so Major oh, League Baseball fuck. came along, oh. and all of a sudden we come back, it's gone. I go, "What the fuck?" I go, "Why not just have fucking like, yeah. like a Disney fucking Hall of Presidents and have exactly. people just animatronics like, hey, I hit so many home runs." <laughs> the only thing interesting about these people is that they were fucking crazy people. Well, you know, we were actually talking about this at brunch at Granville. <laughs> it's like nowadays with phones and shit, it's ruined everything. So if, if Mickey Mantle would have been alive now, all mm -hmm. that shit would have been exposed in real time. He would be in prison. Same. And if Tiger Woods would have existed back then, we never would have known about this shit. You know, like, the sports writers were doing it with, you know, Arnold oh, Palmer yeah. back then. Arnold yeah. Palmer would be Tiger Woods today. I well, mean, a lot of people don't... JFK was fucking the most famous actress in the goddamn yeah. world. And nobody fucking knew about it. Well, no, they knew about it, but nobody really cared. Yeah. You yeah. know who... You know who was a famous yeah. puss crusher, yeah. for lack of a better word, that you probably didn't even know about? He's Tommy... A what the fuck? Yes, Tommy, but also uh, ESPN Sports uh, Center Chris announcer Berman. Chris Berman. Yeah. I, you you know, knew Chris Berman was crushing oh, the puss, yeah, right? I had no idea, but you know, there's a famous story. He just walked into a bar, super hot chick. She was with some dude, dressed all in leather, okay? And some dudes were at the next table. They, they watch Chris Berman walk in, right? He goes up to the chick who's giving him googly eyes and just goes, you're with me, leather. <laughs> and, then and then takes off with her. Yeah, but as a matter of fact, they have T-shirts that say "You're with me, leather." That is fucking amazing. There's merch. Yeah, rumbling, stumbling, tumbling down into the goal. Line. That guy looks like ugh. He's like Harvey Weinstein, but with sports. He looks like you know how Burt Reynolds in that movie Bullworth covers himself. <laughs> like that strikes me as some shit that Chris Berman would fucking. Do. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Tommy, how do you look oiled up in a pair of cowboy boots? Fucking pretty damn good. <laughs> I am from the south, after all. Okay, I don't really work out that much, though. Andy masturbated in my restroom. Yes. My I, oh, he definitely did. He did, right? As someone who who I'm grew up. Andy, why not just admit it, bro? Andy, just, just admit it. Who? I would have done it. I keep my cards close to my chest. <laughs> so, did you have you ever beaten I, off in my house? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the Sean, time? I don't who know. hasn't beaten off in your house? <laughs> That is true. But speaking of the Titans and Chiefs this past weekend, uh, yeah, so are you guys going to watch the games? What, what's the big game coming up? What's the one that we're worried about? The Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Titans, who else? Knowledgeable sports guests on the Green Bay Packers and who else? It's Packers, Niners. I'm watching that. Because, you know, Lombardi was all about the Packers. Oh, and then you did, I was going to say, that was going to be my segue. See, I set up the fucking segue in my brain and then I yes. executed. The second Broadway play that you did was uh, was Vince, right? Or the first Broadway. one I did was Lombardi, and with it was the, with the guy from oh, uh, Wonderworld or uh, <laughs> Wonderworld, Dan Laurie and Judith Light. 
Okay, this I, is the beginning of the Judith Light resurgence. Okay, wait. Let's pause there for a second. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody are theater gays. Judith Light is a fucking legend. She's won but fucking multiple right? Emmys and fucking... No, she's a TV film star. Show me a picture. So Dan Loria mm-hmm. was the dad in Wonder World. Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Yeah. Wonder World. <laughs> <laughs> the old Wonder World. He always, like... Like, he, str- like he was the classic white dude. In that, like a strong. He was the dad, yeah. He was a marine. He was a marine back in the day. Like he was a real. And he marine. played football in college. Yeah, he's a real marine. Same thing with like people forget like Al Bundy. Yeah. What's his face again? The actor who plays Al Bundy in so Married with Children. Barely cheap that guy. But he was also like military, Brazilian black belt jujitsu. Oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah, these guys they look like goofballs, but they're fucking pimps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Loria is a god. He played well, defensive tackle. I'm surprised about a lot of actors is like. And comedians, a lot of them are like athletes and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you were with Dan Loria from mm-hmm. Wonder Years. Yeah. Judith Light. What do people know Judith Light from? I mean, the main thing they know Judith Light from, now it's transparent okay. on Amazon, but she was Who's the Boss? She was Angela. Judith Light? Angela, no, who's no, the no, boss? She's Angela, dude. Angela. She's Angela. I used to love that fucking show. Yeah. Who's the fucking boss? I used to love that show. So you played who in Lombardi? Paul Hornung? I pl- well, Horning is how you pronounce it. Paul Horning, yeah. Who's a legendary... Again, I, I play washed-up drunks. That's my fucking yeah, role. Washed-up southern drunks. Was not as great as his he was the golden boy. He won the Heisman. He was a really good-looking guy, and then he became a fucking drunk. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. He had a lot of injuries. He had a lot of injuries, and because he was an alcoholic, he never really recovered from his yeah. injuries. My favorite... Uh, one of my favorite football memories... Uh, comes from the Packers. I think it was like Super Bowl two or three. Did you, did you have a character named Max McGee in that play? The name came up, but he wasn't in the play. Now Max McGee went out with Paul Hornung the night before the Super Bowl, and these motherfuckers got fucking wasted, blackout, fucking drunk. They said Paul and Max showed up at the team breakfast. They were both stinking of like booze and shit, right? Yeah. And Max never played. He was the backup tight end. So lo and behold, what happened to the fucking Super Bowl? <laughs> Max has got a fucking play. He didn't have his helmet out there. He had the wrong helmet. <laughs> he had to borrow somebody's fucking helmet to go out there. So what does he do? First, I think the first route he runs, fucking 67-yard touchdown. Oh, of course. He ended up with like 130 yards, two tutties, like one of the legendary performances of all fucking time. Yeah. The dude was hanging out of his fucking ass. The whole Both time. Horning and Mantle, same thing. They'd have all these stories about how they were fucking drunk and hungover, and they would show up and just murder it. But Mantle was different because Mantle would perform as the best player in baseball hungover. Like, that's a completely separate yes. skill. I mean, that's I don't know what season you guys did. Was it the home run derby season with Maris? <sighs> no, it, like I said, it's still a dream. So it's basically like he, Mantle comes back as like yeah. like in a dream. Because, I mean, if you ever see, you want to watch a great movie, you're always finding something to watch. You know, 61. Fucking 61. Great. Great. And one of my favorite parts, when they show the fucking open wound that fucking Mantle has... This motherfucker was chasing Maris for the record. I think he ended up with 50. And you know what that runs. wound was from? One, one-handed home runs. Yeah. For the whole fucking season. What you know what that wound was from? Yeah, it was from it was untreated syphilis. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That man is amazing. He no, pretty much any single person that you'll talk to who really knew him said, if Mantle didn't get in, first he got injured his fucking rookie season. Yeah. He tore his knee to shit. Right. And if he wasn't, he would have been the best player ever in baseball. And he, he was a lot of times when he was playing. And he was a drunk until 1997. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And they got sober and he died two years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's so sad. I know. He should have kept drinking. His body. He was the out. first. Mickey Mantle was the first athlete to really go publicly go out and apologize for behavior and for drinking. Yeah, forty years later. Forty years later, but before that, no one had done that. Like athletes were coming out as he people. This apology shit. Yeah, he had like an apology tour. Yeah. The he only would, one who was like that, like Mickey, who could perform at like the highest levels and also be like fucked up, was Deion Sanders. So like, really, yeah, but on coke, right? I don't know what the fuck he was on, but he'd go out uh, with his teammates. And this happened on the Cowboys. That he goes out with a couple teammates, they get all fucked up late night, out till five, six in the morning. Dion's there on practice. Those other guys are at practice, but those guys are struggling. Yeah, you know they're hoofing it. You know who? And Dion and Dion is great. And the guy, the coach, one of the coaches goes up to him. He's like, what's going on here, guys? He goes, well, we went out with Dion. He goes, you can't do that. You can't that. do that. Goes, see, Dion? Dion's still Dion. <laughs> and what the fuck are you guys? You know? Yeah. Meanwhile, Dion was probably doing the thing with, hey, guys, and he'd pour it over his shoulder. <laughs> Just a little well, cool. MJ was like that, too. MJ would take out visiting teams when they come to Chicago to his restaurant, Michael Jordan restaurant. Get him bullshit fucking drunk. And he wouldn't drink anything. MJ would show up the next day. He would drink. And he'd show up the next day and he could still fucking do it. Like MJ, because he's fucking MJ. That's amazing. Yeah. What were you saying? I totally fucking forget. But what were we talking about right before that? (laughs) Uh, Dion getting fucked up. Mickey Mantle. uh, Apologizing. The more drugs you do, the better you do in sports. That's basically the lesson we've learned now. (laughs) Kids. If there are kids listening to this podcast, do as many drugs as possible. That's how you achieve higher athletics. Uh, who was it that hit the, the oh. did the no hitter on acid? Doc, oh, Doc that's Ellis. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doc Ellis. Well, okay, that's acid is a really drug. You know, yeah, but can you imagine trying to throw you know a ball kill, at a target? Kill on the and the football field, uh, like every weekend would kill, and the night before just completely kill. Aaron Hernandez, he would literally kill people <laughs> the night before. He slayed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking the Patriots don't give a fuck. Okay, I've done a fair amount of ass in my life. You get smarter when you're doing that shit. You can see shit more clearly. Like, I think they're debilitating drugs, like heroin, cocaine. Those are debilitating. Ass is not debilitating for sports. So why aren't more people doing it? Because they don't have the bravery and courage. How do you know they're not? Yeah, how do you know? Fucking Mahomes is probably tripping fucking ass every weekend. Uh, By the way, back to the Yankees. But you could see avenues. I could totally see how he could throw a no-hitter on ass. I can totally see that. Have you seen him talk about it? No, I haven't seen the documentary. Because he would literally like, talk about like. It sounds like interesting to listen to the story for seven minutes, but the documentary <laughs> an hour and a half, like of a guy tripping on ass. No, there, there's <laughs> one YouTube video of it's like a cartoon YouTube video of him talking about, it, and they illustrate it with a cartoon. Yeah, that's cool. And at one point, he's like, he saw three people. He goes, "I was one for the middle one." Oh, here's the picks. So we have the two games are San Francisco, Green Bay, and Chiefs Titans. Okay, mm-hmm. I think Green Bay, and and they're actually very similar lines. Uh, San Francisco's getting seven points, and uh, the seven and a half. Chiefs are getting seven and a half. I thought Chiefs were getting seven. And a half. No, nine, uh, no, San Francisco seven and a half. Chiefs are getting seven. How the fuck are the Chiefs only getting seven fucking points? They are going to destroy yeah, the I Titans. The, the, oh, that's a good. You should bet the fucking Titans. If you have no, dude. If you have money in your kid's college fund, if you have the fucking mortgage, put it all on the fucking Chiefs. They're gonna fucking destroy these boys, dude. I don't know, man. No, I don't Titans know. Are, Titans are good. What are the odds of Vegas? What's the line for the Vegas odds and Titans? Seven, seven for the Chiefs. Uh huh. Seven and a half for the Niners. Oh, Chiefs are gonna win that. Game. 
thing. Mm. You know, but I think Titans and Green Bay are very similar. Like obviously, Green Bay has uh, Aaron, not Hernandez, but Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, but they play unlike Aaron Rodgers has played his entire career. They're much more of a conservative ball control offense, uh, a strong defense, much like the Titans are, uh, rather than you've seen Aaron Rodgers, which previously in his life has just been a break-contain, playground, make-shit-happen-downfield type of player. Now Matt LaFleur has gotten into a much more constrained type of offensive system, but I think there's a ceiling to that. And I think you know the Titans are very much the same way. They play the same way with Tannehill, mm-hmm. much more bar control with the great Derrick Henry. But... Uh, but uh, I don't think that kind of shit's gonna win. This no, week. there's no way the Packers are Especially gonna win. The Chiefs. See, I don't know. I disagree. Go ahead. Did you watch against the Seahawks? I mean, yeah, okay, it was a bit more conservative, but how did they win? When he broke out of contain, lobbed a few passes over the top, and they won. Exactly. It was like two touchdowns. So they're gonna do that against the Chiefs or against the uh, so Niners. You're taking you're taking Packers. I, t- I wouldn't bet against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I would. I'll say this. Let's let's quickly hit AFC and then we'll get to that. AFC, I think Chiefs are going to destroy the Titans. It's going to be a brilliant Mahomes game and that's going to be what that's They put up 51 on the Texan. Fucking one. The damn In like the second half, basically. The Hyman broke. Yeah. And Bill O'Brien, like, what the fuck? You're going on it, going for it on fourth and nine from your own fucking territory? (laughs) You're up 24 to seven? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I think he was on acid. You know what I mean? But, okay. Packers, Niners, I think, has a chance for much more variance in that where the Packers may actually have a chance to win. But are we underrating the Niners? Have they been underrated all season? Yeah, they have been underrated. All, they've definitely been underrated all I, season. I still don't take They have the same record as the uh, Packers. They do 13. have the same record. But I think the Packers may be like the worst 13-3 and team I ever saw. Yes, I think they are. You know? But I, then again, I thought the Saints were the best team. So, so who have the Niners lost to this year? They've lost to the Falcons. Falcons. Which are shit. At home. But they, they lost to the Ravens. Ravens, who are great. And the Seahawks. Well, okay, what was the average? No, good teams. Give us the scores of those three. So games. they lost to the Seahawks by three, to the uh, Ravens by three. Respectable. And the no, Falcons by a touchdown. Yeah, but it happened in the last second when Matt Ryan. That's right. Time going out. And now let's look at the three Packers losses. Give me a second. Tommy, give us some scrolling music. <laughs> This is like the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood soundtrack. <laughs> All right, we got it. So they lost to the Niners. By how much? Destroyed. By 30 points. 30. 29. Whoa. Exactly. They lost to the Chargers by, by 20. No, by uh, 15. Exactly. And they lost to the Eagles by a touchdown. Yeah. Basically, but that's that's my thing. With so, you, would you put a thousand dollars on Niners Chiefs in the Super Bowl right now? No, I would put a thousand dollars on the Chiefs Niners Chiefs the by seven. I would take the spread. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Niners Packers. Honestly, it could go either way. It's a fifty-fifty game. You know, because Andy's right. You know, maybe we are discounting the Niners. They have maybe the best offensive line we've seen in like four or five years. Mm-hmm. Best defensive line, excuse me, we've seen while so i mean maybe we're discounting that people tend to discount defense in both off in both nfl and nba so you know maybe i am discounting the niners and i'm openly suggesting that i may be but i just don't see that offense is 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 that powerful they're a comprehensive team unit 
So I, it would lean towards the Packers because Aaron Rodgers, to me, is a top seven quarterback. But let me tell you something about Aaron Rodgers, okay? First of all, one of the only Packers that, that didn't come see my Broadway production of Lombardi. <laughs> Can I just say that? So maybe I'm a little bit bitter because um, like, they literally all came, but he never came. Anyway, when a receiver drops one of his passes, which happens all the time, he's got shitty receivers. Yeah. He always does the, oh, he does the big, oh, shrug and eye roll. What the fuck? Tom Brady had a lot of drop passes, and he just fucking takes it like a goddamn man, like a goddamn American patriot. Yeah. He's a whiny cunt. He is a little bit of a whiny cunt. He is. That's why he doesn't get along with any of his coaches or any of his teammates. Yeah, that's why they're going to lose, because when it comes down to it, they're like, fuck this motherfucker. And you know, know, I always liken him, too. Have you seen that... uh, that Kevin Costner gem draft day. Oh, yeah. I love that fucking movie, even though the trades are so ridiculous. He, like, trades a, a first round for a 7 to 9, back up to 12. Like, it's, there's, like, five different trades. It's like a forced Madden trade. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then he does, like, five times. But So there's, like, an Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning-type caliber prospect that everyone expects to go number one, right? So he drops two, three, four, five. And, you know, everyone expected Kevin Costner to take him at one. So Kevin Costner trades back, he's at seven. Yeah. And here comes Bo Callahan. Here's the chance for Kevin Costner to take fucking Bo motherfucking Callahan. But he decides not to take him. Do you know why? Why? Because none of his teammates went to his birthday party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, when I'm looking scouting for quarterbacks, that's what I. That's what the fuck I look at. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. So Aaron Rodgers has elements of Bo Callahan to me, but he's just so funny. But look at the stats here. So Garoppolo versus Rodgers for the year. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Almost exactly. This is what you should be doing. Look, he comes here. He's on one episode, and he's already doing better production than you are. You're fucking dicking around on your phone talking to fucking. He, he's got to maintain his Twitter account. Do I have? This is what you should be doing, Tom. Do I have a job? Yeah, you got a job. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Tommy. Tom's like, thank God I get unemployment. I love. <laughs> All right, so Rogers and Garoppolo. Exactly the same number of yards, basically 4,000. 39.78 for Garoppolo, 4,002 for Rodgers. Yeah, that's so lame. TDs to interception ratio. Same amount of touchdowns, 26 for Rodgers, 27 for Garoppolo. Rodgers only had 26 touchdowns this year? Yeah, that but bullshit, bro. on interceptions, Garoppolo had 13. Right. Ooh. So nearly half, 50%. Rodgers, four. Well, see, that's Whoa, that's a pretty big the, stat. That's where the talent comes in there. You know what I mean? That says to me Rodgers is... Only four interceptions? Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah, but if you would look at all the other stats, you'd say these guys are similar players. They're clearly not. We know that because yeah. they are. But that's the Okay, but let's go on the ground now because it's not just Rodgers doing it. So Jones has got 1,084 yards and Aaron six... Jones, uh, Aaron Jones. A green base running back. Correct. Uh, 1,084 yards and 16 touchdowns. That's amazing. And Mostert for uh, the We're Niners. Three different running backs. Are yeah, that's backs. true. But he's got 708 touchdowns. Yeah, what about uh, Coleman and Breda? Um, That's a little bit too detailed for my iPhone right now. Okay, too detailed. But yeah, so I don't know. I think the Titans and Green Bay play very kind of similar styles of football. If you see a lower score, if it's the under on that game, then that means Green Bay's in it and they have a chance. But if it's a high-scoring game, then, you know, Probably Jimmy G and his porn star loving dick will probably take that one. But I think it's going to be Chiefs and then a toss up in the NFC. What do you guys think? Take I, picks. I'm telling you, San Francisco. What's the Super Bowl pick? You're taking the Niners? No, Chiefs. No, no, no. So, not, who are you taking? Niners? It's going to be the Chiefs and, and Niners. Chiefs and Niners. And then who are you picking for the Super Bowl? Chiefs, for sure. Chiefs. Tommy, what's your pick for the weekend? I don't know enough. 
Okay, I like that. If only people would go on CNN and Fox News and say, I don't know enough, the country would be in a better place. What do you think, Andy? I'm going to go with I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little wild. Packers and Chiefs. Packers win. Oh shit! Snap, my man Alfredo. How you doing? Nice hey, what's up? You, nice to see you. The Yankees. We we're just talking about the Yankees. That's right. <laughs> Alfredo, the great maintenance do all guy here at the Laugh Factory. Uh, I'm taking. I guess you got to make a pick. I can't be a pussy and go toss up, right? So obviously I'm picking Chiefs. God damn it, Niners, Packers. I'm telling you, man. I'm gonna go Niners. I'm going Chiefs Niners. Yeah. And with the Chiefs finally winning, Andy Reid, the big bad Kool-Aid man, finally getting that fucking chip to go with the dip. All right? Yeah. And I think that'll do it, boys. Anything you want to add on this very masturbation-heavy episode? <sighs> I, I, I just – I love the idea of, like, some kid being like, no, dad, this is a really good sports podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> no, we're in the car. I know we got a long ride. Just listen to it. It's really funny. He talks all these sports and predictions. And it opens with 15 minutes of just sheer masturbation. <laughs> I love that. No way. It gets better. <laughs> well, what better way for father and son to bond? Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember when I was a kid, me and my dad were in the car. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And he just turns to me and says, you know, son, sex and drugs were easy to get in the 70s. And that was all he said. He said what? Sex, sex and drugs were easy to get in the 70s. That's such a weird comment. I don't even know what that. Me- I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I think it was reminiscing. <laughs> and they touched my thigh, and well, I can't really tell the rest of the story. Tommy, tell him something. We're saying goodbye. Yabba dabba do, baby. God damn. Yeah. Now, now that he acts, now that. By the way. When Tommy acts like this before as the not getting laid Tommy, it you're works. like, oh, he's just a goofball. It he works. can't get laid. Totally but works. now he's doing yabba-dabba-doo. You're like, you pussy-getting yabba-dabba-doo motherfucker. You're why ISIS hates us. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him something, Andy. <laughs> no, thanks for having me on the show. Find him at the GigX. Let's throw out Tommy, or Andy's Instagram. And uh, I want to thank Reba. Reba, thanks for the five-star review. And listen, guys, review the podcast. Reba, if you're real... What about no, what about no neck Dave? No neck Dave's real. Listen, listen. <laughs> Review the podcast. Leave five stars. Leave a question. Any question you want for Tommy, for myself, yes. for Billy. Yeah. Okay. And we will answer it on the next podcast. Other than that, make sure you listen to the Afterlap with Bill Dawes. We're temporarily borrowing his studio. Yes. Say, you know. So we are actually here right now. It's a very <laughs> sexy atmosphere. It's Bill Dawes' love nest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't want to even. If we had a black light, God knows. At Bill Dawes, B-I-L-L-D-A-W-E-S. I'm sure. Right where you're sitting, Andy. But uh, Why would you say... Sean, why are you like saying that about me? That's not who I am at all. Okay. I'll tell you what. Bill and Tommy have switched places. Tommy gets laid. Bill is now a virgin. Okay. Yeah. That's the truth of what's happening. That is the truth of what's happening. All right? mm-hmm. I love you all. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the games this weekend. Bet all the money you save for your children on the Chiefs if you care about them. Yeah. See you next week, <laughs> fanatics. Peace. Peace. Bye.